0: Hello, welcome to ZX Spectrum, uh, where Brandon Ralph and myself, Lizzie Hodgson, kind of like take an intergenerational look at things that are happening in society and business around technology, marketing, media, all of that kind of stuff. Uh, Brandon, how are you?
1: I'm doing great. How are you?
0: I'm good. I'm good. It's still hot.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, we're also joined today by Rebecca Longhurst. Now, Rebecca is uh, Think Nation's um, videographer, and we've brought her in because today the topic is going to be around sort of young people and, and anxiety and how is technology exacerbating that is social media helping or not helping and also the general kind of look at why are young people why are generation uh Z quite so anxious um so rebecca do you want to introduce yourself
2: yeah so hello um i've just graduated from the university of sussex and yeah i it, it was a bit of a stressful time um, yeah. and i'm yeah Currently on the job hunt so which makes um, it more stressful more stressful, <laughs> more
0: stressful. so um what i want to kind of like kick off with is we're hearing more and more of the millennials are the most stressed kind of generation ever um i just want to unpick that a little bit because anxiety and stress often comes from uncertainty and We know that these are pretty uncertain times, or are we being told they're really uncertain times? Is there a difference if we if we're living through uncertain times now? Like my parents lived through uncertain times; they were kids at the tail end of the Second World War. That's a pretty stressful, uncertain time. I lived in, you know, I I didn't live in a massively stressful time, but in the '80s there was a lot of stuff around, you know, the Cold War, and there'd be a nuclear war, and we had the IRA and. It was, you know, right. it was a pretty stressful time. But so why is it different now?
1: I don't know. I find it really interesting about like the Cold War because I don't know if it's the same for you, but we did the Cold War in history when we were in school. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that, that just makes
0: me feel brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I lived it. I lived
1: yeah. through it. <laughs> but we but we learned it as if like it was a sort of long time. Like even the war wasn't that long ago. Like my granddad was like, Alive during the war and that sort of thing, um. So we're talking like quite in the sort of there. But I think you kind of hit on the point in the fact that uncertainty is something that is quite consistent and and all that. And obviously, I think the major uncertainty we have sort of in the UK at the moment is leaving the European Union and like how much that will cost. I don't know if you saw that there was like a study the other day that like worked out that our GDP has already had a loss that was greater than the amount we pay to the European Union anyway. <laughs> um. So,
0: so these, these are real, I mean, these are very real anxieties that are playing out during our time. So with the anxieties, so for example, when I grew up, there was a, th- you know, you worried about the nuclear war. It never happened. You worried about things. And they never, I mean, obviously the IRA was, was a threat, but it wasn't like Brexit is a very different anxiety that is playing out here and now. And I think also the fact that we don't, it is clear that nobody has a clue <laughs> nobody has a clue how it's going to play out in reality and what's going to happen and we're also the narrative that we're telling is that young people are going to be inheriting all of this young but it's going to be young people are going to be clearing up all of this mess um now that obviously a lot of that stuff comes obviously it comes from the news it comes from news feeds it comes from social media is that exacerbating the stress the very fact that we are having so much information about this stuff and yet not having any kind of clarity around it um and it's in news feeds and there's no kind of like credible way around any of this is that is that feeding into the stress
2: i think so definitely like it's kind of the fear of the unknown isn't it like nobody really knows what's going on or what's going to happen or what the effect of any of it is so by that you get more stressed about things in my experience that's definitely
1: and and I think as well it's like we now have access to more information than ever before so when we're missing information it's even more apparent because we can see the information missing and it's a lot easier like um I think you know maybe when you were growing up it was a lot harder to access this sort of wide range of news sources and stuff like that you maybe just got your news from sort of one place um, and sort of one view whereas now you can have sort of a huge range of different views um, which I think has both its positives and its negatives but then adds sort of like uh, this weird amount of pressure and then I feel like lots of the sort of like newspapers sometimes say we've got like quite a, um, a sort of right right-swinging government i think the left-swinging government will do lots the left-swinging media will do lots of fear-mongering but
0: you have your left-leaning newspapers you have your right leaning newspapers but that feeds into your already if you if you're if you are a conservative right-wing voter you and you know you're from middle england you will find great comfort in the narrative of the daily mail if you are a left-leaning socialist who, you know, perhaps has uh, embraces a little bit more diversity. Um, You are going to embrace perhaps the narrative of the mirror or the guardian. So those things have always been there. We've always had those kinds of things. Why is it? Is it it the sheer volume of stuff? I mean, this is where I'm interested in kind of like getting a handle around. Is social media just... It's always been in humans to have this kind of thing. Is it just the fact that we are... It is just a, a kind of... You know super focused on it it's 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 hyper news it's hyper content it's hyper yeah. opinions
2: i think especially like the site horse everyone has an opinion on social media all the time about everything and like my my twitter feed certainly became a massive echo chamber in like the general election and brexit and all that sort of stuff so i think also people feel pressure to have an opinion about everything and then when they see all those opinions on their social feeds it's easy to get stressed about you know what everyone else is thinking and feeling pressured and you know maybe anxious to have either the same opinion or to feel so strongly about that particular topic and i think social media yeah doesn't really help in that respect
1: and we have this sort of like big just social media just gives you that sort of direct access and that quicker access like as news breaks out you hear about it so it's like if something was to happen it's straight on your news feed it's straight that sort of thing you know when we've had like say terrorist incidents or something like that we know about them you know like straight probably probably quicker than the people that are sort of like surrounding that area know um, because it's like put on social media and everybody knows and newspapers as well I think as well it kind of I think the way that that sort of like it's consumed is has been slightly different and how how sort of news agencies make money is because before they sort of sell sort of physical copies and then they make money and then you would also sell adverts sort of alongside but now they sort of are more driven for sort of specific views uh, on stuff so headlines and, and things like that would be sort of more I would say fear-mongering more than anything or more sort of like um interesting interest to get a click through rather than well it's just clickbait
0: a, isn't it? Yeah. It's clickbait. And would you say that that kind of it, so I'm I'm interested and in, we work obviously work with a lot of young people and the, the the thing that keeps coming through with these young people is anxiety and stress. Um and I'm just kind of like we if if, if my generation and perhaps generation above above myself, the generation above it, if we have created this world can we be surprised that we are kind of churning out a generation of hypersensitive, stressed young people where, you know, I, I, there was a. Uh, the other thing I want to look at is this sort of like sense of perfectionism that young people feel they have to be absolutely, you know, th- this perfect existence that they're told they can do anything they want, they can be anything they want. But when the reality hits, it's like we're not—we've prepared them for this world that's supposed to be embracing them and giving them these all of these opportunities. When actually you work, you you get out there, and it's like the same for my generation and generations before. It's bloody hard work. That hasn't changed. The hard work hasn't changed, but has the expectations because of what we've told young people, has changed.
1: I think it's always as well. It's that that sort of idea that you like. We don't know what when generations there grows up and they're in jobs and sort of in their careers, what they're going to be doing. And and, and that sort of like add is, adds the stress because like training for doing stuff and I don't know what you did your degree in. but
2: English language, yeah.
1: English language. I don't know how useful English language no. degree will be in, you know, five or ten years time. Who knows? Um, Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think uh, like it is sort of a, a stressful situation. I don't know if it was the same when you were growing up or if a degree and sort of like being in education almost like made that that sort of line a bit easier for you well
0: i was thinking about this i didn't do brilliantly in my degree i got a two two i i wasn't i'm not what you'd call an academic um but i did it because of the expectation of my parents and i'm glad i'd went to university but had i had there been other options i probably would have thought to have done other things um but it hasn't actually when I went into the workforce my, my my first job was actually I worked in a care home you know I didn't actually get into the line of work that I wanted to get into for, for, a, for a while because the jobs it's just you know it was difficult to, to kind of like find what you wanted to do I had it I was never asked what degree I got I just had to say I had a degree so I also look at it and think well if this premium is on this thing that's causing people so much stress and so much money, when actually at the end of it, does it, you know, unless you're going into a graduate scheme, does having a degree count? I'm, so, I'm I hate saying this. <laughs> <in your laughs> way, <Rebecca. laughs> no, it's fine. Well, I'm,
2: like, I'm
1: doing a degree as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're
0: both doing, you've just, you've just finished your degree and finished. you're doing it, but you're doing a degree in an interesting way.
1: Yeah, i you your- so I'm doing mine at the Open University. So I do mine distance learning. So I study from home or wherever I'm working, and then I sort of um, take that I do it over a longer period of time. So I think I can probably do ninety credits a year, which means it will take sort of three, to, sort of four years. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas um, if you just do sixty credits a year, you can do you can do it in six years. So it's about uh, like finding it in, and then you do sort of work alongside of it. Um, and it sort of changed my outlook on on degrees and stuff like that. And in what way? Um, I think it's it's very from what I've seen so far. It's very sort of factual based. But I think the module that made me laugh the most was like the marketing, like the marketing block of the the first module that I'm, I I'm doing. And they were like talking about like current current fads and stuff like that. No, like oh, like yeah, like or relatively new fads like the pet rock. And that was like. I don't even that role wasn't even the thing. <laughs> so, so, um, so
0: in a way, some some of the education, like so, if you're doing, unless you're doing a, maybe a profession like a doctor, lawyer, yeah. teacher, which have real value, obviously.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't know. want somebody to be like operating on me no, unless they've exactly. been to medical school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: but, <laughs> but it's the best way to kind of, you know, if if we're putting off kind of going into the workplace and. Saying a degree is going to is it does it do you feel a degree has got you ready for the workplace and is
2: that the role of a degree though? Um, I. Or mm.
1: well, has it just like prolonged
2: <laughs> prolonged, prolonged? It's delayed it? my job search. Because yeah,
1: I've had loads of friends that are like that that are like, oh, I'm just going go to go to to there and then you, you know do my later? masters and then do my PhD and then we'll worry about it <laughs> when we get there and I'm like, okay.
2: <laughs> I think for me, like definitely, obviously, on a research basis, doing you know, an English degree has helped me greatly in terms of research and writing and all that stuff. But all the things I've done alongside my degree, I think are more beneficial. I've, I'm finding at the moment more beneficial. So like the jobs I've done and the work experience I've done yeah. and stuff like that, that I wouldn't have got those opportunities if I wasn't at university purely because of the environment and the people I met and stuff like that. So in terms of that, yes, I'd say it was 100% worth it. But in terms of like a degree in general in the workplace, It's debatable.
1: And now you can get, like, degrees for, like, everything,
2: can't you? There's a Harry Potter degree you can do in America. Exactly. What? And I don't see the point of that.
0: Well, I I just want to kind of, like, focus on this idea of perfectionism a little bit more. So um, Thomas Curran from the University of Bath and Andrew Hill of St York, uh, St John University, sorry, they say that young people, generation, Z, millennials, whatever you want to call yourself you two fine people um that they're overburdened with this perfectionist streak that parents or grandparents didn't have and kind of like by baking in these unrealistic expectations you're kind of like setting yourself up for a fall and we see those expectations played out as well online as well so you know that perfection is absolutely everywhere but not only perfection is everywhere also horrible awful things are everywhere so you've got these two extremes mm. that are playing out on your timeline and playing out in social media and at the same time you're being told you can do what you want but actually you can't do what you want i mean is it any wonder that you're kind of a little bit stressed
1: yeah <laughs> i think the education system sort of misleads you in in the ways that it opens doors i think because what we do uh, sort of my company is it's all about one of our next focuses in the next year is about training people up from when they're 18 so rather than going down the sort of university path and it won't be an apprenticeship or something like that it'll be more of like an internship um so like a proper pay and a proper like you come and work here sort of thing rather than something that also links into a school because kind of want to do it all, all in-house and that's all about because in marketing it's constantly changing like all the social medias update how they do stuff you know weekly and um how people consume information is always sort of like we're learning new things or we're sort of seeing different things and different trends happen trends happen really really quickly and sort of die really really quickly as well um so it's all about mixing that together and i feel like from what i've seen from the education system no sort of current education except for actually doing it is is there and i think you go on this sort of path of like being able to do everything, anything, but you you can in some respects, but you have to really like there, there is that sort of like work hard element. Like you can't just won't just well, walk this, into a marketing yeah. agency and expect yeah. to be hired as a senior marketer. You know.
0: This is the interesting thing. So, um, I've been Think Nation does a uh, kind of like we don't work with apprentices apprentices, but we work with an organization who does that and we, we use them to kind of like generate ideas around what's important to young people at the time and what this you know kind of like what their ideas are around particular things around technology and one of the things that these are 16 17 year olds who are actually going into the workplace as an apprentice as part of a kind of like a it still, seems education, but they are actually getting real world experience, and, um, I, I, I am, I'm very much pro education. You know, I'm a, I, I believe in education for all. I believe in free education for all. But my concern is, is that it's being so, it's, it's no longer fit for purpose, and we're not just talking about preparing young people for jobs. We're talking about preparing young people for the the life they're going to be going into we're going to be living longer we're going to be facing some challenges around you know environment and climate we've got challenges around politics but equally we have a lot of hope around that
1: yeah, thanks for how you left the planet yeah yeah I mean, that's kind of <laughs> it. yeah thanks thanks, thanks guys oh yeah you, you... I'm loving the hot weather at the moment yeah
0: but... <laughs> exactly so so we have so the, the, I, I think that the conversation has to shift a little bit for young people instead of us saying millennials you're all what is it lazy
2: lazy entitled
1: lazy and entitled
0: else. and 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 you know
1: which i i agree with
2: but have we i'm
1: lazy and entitled when it comes to stuff that i'm not passionate about and i'm not there of course i'm lazy um,
2: doesn't that apply to every generation yeah. though it's not just
0: well i i this is where it gets so i have worked since I was 11 years old yeah. and when I say worked I haven't like you know sat, sat behind my computer and we didn't have computers <laughs> we did um they were big uh, I worked first job I ever did was cleaning a bus shelter right mm-hmm. cleaning my village bus shelter 50p a week next job I think I was I was I think it's illegal I think I was um, washing pots and pans in a pub at the age of 13 I have not stopped and those are the kind of that's the kind of work that I feel is missing from some young people and I feel like that's the sort of
1: work that people don't want to do do you get me this... and and now there's this, there's this perception in our heads that we don't like I don't need to go work at a, um, a sort of like a pub and wash their dishes but, this... but that obviously that is fundamentally how that I've been quite fortunate in the way that I started like in essence I've been working for 5 years um but not many young people have been doing that um so i sort of have a bit of a head start but there was there's all this there's this perception in my head because in school i was quite intelligent and i was quite smart and it looked like you know i would have a good trajectory to go on to university and then there's that expectation that you come out of university and there's going to be like maybe not the highest paid job but there's going to be a decently paid job and that you almost jump over all of sort of those those sort of like smaller jobs um, but I think the reality of that situation is that's not how the world works and also as well um, lots of those jobs are sort of like kind of the job market's changing because jobs like in a supermarket that like I went to Tesco today bought my lunch I didn't even talk to anyone or do it's anything automated. I did it all myself yeah. and that and you just think that's replacing a person and, and, and they're the sort of jobs that that are sort of, like, lower skill and start at the bottom and then and, and you work your way up. Uh, but now there's this sort of, like, perception that you should go in and you should, like, slot in in the middle. But that's not how it
2: but works. But Go on. No, I was going to say, those jobs I found, I did, like, greengrocer jobs, coffee shop jobs, like, cleaning jobs when I was, you know, in my teens. And they taught me, like, the value of money and, like, managing my own time and doing things alongside, you know, education and, and stuff like that. being reliable. Being reliable, yeah, turning up, doing things, like... And I feel like a lot of the people, even the people I've come across at university, have not had done any of that and, like, come to university and at university haven't done or done a job, just, you know, done the degree, had the social life, and now they're graduating. They don't know what to do, what they want to do, which is fair enough. I still don't really know what I'm doing. But, um, I, I still so, don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, but they didn't have that sort of experience, you know, in their younger years. and I, I feel like it does impact you.
0: I think that's. Imp- I think that maybe is the thing that's missing. Um, with some young people, not all young people, this the, the and I dare I say it the work ethic. Um,
1: yeah, well, we we generally have a big like Gen Z have a very and you probably because you're in our generation as well. We have a very short attention span.
0: <laughs> why uh, is that? I
1: think, what, what, why uh, are you, I think why do you have I think a short... it's the change in mindset from the fact that how we consume information. It's like if you wanted to read the news you like turn on the radio and maybe you're listening to some music before it gets a news bulletin or you go and buy a newspaper and you read the newspaper
0: no i consume my news when you were, you were at, younger when you were our age, oh, when I was our younger, age. Yeah.
1: it was sort of like there was almost that delay or say you wanted to get hold of your friends you'd you know you'd have to put a bit more forward planning into it probably more than we would be able to nowadays yeah. and and so you had sort of like that i feel like you had that perception in your head that things took longer whereas with us we go onto Twitter and we can cite five different news sources in like a couple of minutes and we just get the information like that. And now we don't want anything that's slow paced. Like I very much live in very fast paced. Do
2: I'm you? Exactly, would you say I'm the same? I'm exactly the same. Yeah, I like if for some reason I, you know, the connection isn't great and someone like the information, I don't like, I don't get it as quickly as I'd wanted to. I find it frustrating. I was like, no, but like I, li- I live a very fast paced existence. Yeah.
0: Why... Yeah why is it um would you ever leave your phone at home no no why not
1: (laughs) because it's where i work from it's where i connect with my friends it keeps me safe in some
2: respects as well um and it's also my bus ticket so i wouldn't be able to go many places without it yeah yeah it's my credit card so yeah yeah. (laughs) like our world is on our phone like
0: so do you do you think that oh god this is going to be an incredibly sweeping question but i this is where i really want to get to is is the differentiator between um there's a generation i think is there a generation between us yeah Yeah, why yeah so there's so there's yeah, gen z millennials and then yeah so the what is it technology that's done this? Is it social media? Or is it the fact that, was it just inevitable that everything would speed up this way? Because when I, I was think, young, I think I... when I was young, it felt like cutting edge. You know, it did feel like you, did, you, were, you were at the you were at the because that's where you're at isn't it you're yeah. at the I, I you even, don't know I, don't it, I, know I think it's
1: funny as well because whenever they release new mobile phones and stuff I feel like for the old people like the old CEOs on the stage they're like so shocked that they've managed to get their like computer 70% faster and most of us don't really care because no. it's you know like it's, the, it's yeah it's faster but we sort of expect that nowadays um, I think you've on the point yeah it's technology but I don't think we can sit here and be like oh well, you know because Like, oh, technology is a bad thing, social media is a bad thing.
0: Technology isn't the bad Um, or good. Technology doesn't know bad or good, it's the application of technology. But
1: I don't think there's anything we can do to change it. I just, I think, I almost feel like I'm of the mindset that we are now faster paced, you get me? Yeah. So we have to adapt the workplace and how we work to, to suit that rather than try and change us because that's not going to happen so
0: (laughs) this is the interesting thing about the workplace and we're only focusing on the work i mean there's lots of other areas we could look at but the workplace is kind of like the easiest thing to talk about when you have i've because in preparation for today i had a conversation with a couple of people and i said you know Mm -hmm. you work with graduates that come in how do you find them there was the oh they expect to be paid more but Mm -hmm. don't want to don't want to put the work in they don't understand that you have to work three four years to get to the next stage they want the next stage immediately and it's not just one or two it's this sort of you know it's been the last few two three years where they've had people come in and they just want to they're hungry to move on but they're hungry to move on without actually realizing that you have to put the hard graft in to move on
2: yeah i think people or like young people like that kind of frustrate me a bit because then when it comes to people like i like to think i'm very hard-working and have these. well I'm, in 16. your defense yeah
0: you are very hard-working and yeah, i have exactly. to say you two are very very hard-working young people yeah. my experience of young people actually i'm going to contradict everything i've said so far is that they work hard is yeah. that they're passionate yeah. is that they want to do but something I think,
1: I think you always you your your access to young people is people is they're going to be
0: skewed that way anyway
1: it's a skewed direction because people that would want to participate in sort of think nation-related things are skewed towards I think that sort of narrative but I think one of the things I find really interesting is uh, millennials love sort of open working spaces and Mm. things like that but most studies have shown that majority of Gen Z people don't like open working so I think it's going to be quite funny in, like, five, ten years' time. <laughs> they have to when change they've got their all the model, to these, yeah. like, they've they've opened up all their offices and all this and now they need to suddenly put dividers back in and, they, and people want their own space. Um, and I think it's that sort of... I I just think... I do think people have that expectation that they can jump in mm. and do work and, and get to a high place. And I don't know if that becomes from, like a boarding because i think if i went into a marketing firm and i started at the bottom i would be quite bored um because but, because i know so much and, and and i have sort of knowledge
0: but that's you know i am now 22 years into my career right i'm 22 mm-hmm. years and i've done a lot of different things but each of them have been still been you know two three four five years and then I know I've got another I would like to work till you know for another 30 if I if I if I'm able to 40 years I don't feel like I'm anywhere near now because I understand that that it takes time to do things I'm less stressed about my the time it's taking me to do stuff. I don't worry about whether it's going to take me two years to reach where I'd like to reach or five years.
1: No, I'm very.
2: I'm, I'm the opposite. I'm of the that. opposite. And it's like is... with
1: the if, it's with like with the project we're on at the moment. I just mentioned because it it's on my mind, yeah. and it's like I want to get like say conference call set up and get on with it and ja ja, ja, ja. Whereas you're more of the mindset of oh, it's like oh, we've got it's part of, X of a process. Of we have a
0: process. We have a thing. We have to do it. We have. I mean on the flip side though i am we do you know we don't just sit around and do nothing we do do things yeah, quickly yeah. but it's it's understanding when it's right to do things quickly and it's understanding when things are going to take time and experience is lots of little different things that happen over a period of time so how are we going to be creating experience for young people when they just want it you know on the instant
2: I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right like i mean i finished university finished you know hand in my last thing whatever two months ago and i'm already beyond stressed with where am i gonna be in the future oh my gosh oh my gosh even though i've been working virtually every day since i finished in various different things i'm still like no but like why haven't i got something yet why haven't i secured my future so
0: i I, I just think that this is one thing that i can categorically say young people need to have is, is it's two things it's patience and perspective
1: yeah patience like yeah. I I'm always quite fortunate so when I build connections with companies and stuff like that I build connections strongly with the people at the top of the company and then I work my way downwards. So most people, when they approach companies, they approach from the bottom and work their way upwards. I'm sort of of a different mindset that I approach the top and then I work my way. I down. do that. Yeah. And that I think that's a lot quicker yeah. than going upwards. Um. So I've sort of been led on the way of the idea that I don't have much patience and I, and I kind of like will email and then I will expect like an email back quite quickly and I'll email back quite quickly. Um, but that's, I
0: mean, that, you're, you're, you're just, you are actually just talking about general kind of like business et- etiquette anyway, like emailing back and, you know, the expectations yeah, yeah, yeah. around that. What I'm talking about is hard, is, is grafting.
1: Yeah.
0: Is grafting, is staying in a position I'm... for two, two years. I mean, two years isn't long either. We're not, we are not. Y- we are not talking about forever
1: but two <laughs> yeah. years well two years i think two years does seem like a really long well, time it does when <laughs> you're, doesn't it but it does when like, you're, that's like a ninth of my life
0: yeah <laughs> it, does when you're, it does when you're 20 19 18 yeah. 20 but when you flip it over and go you have got you are probably you two are probably going to be working for another 60 years okay oh, probably longer than that. yeah 60 70 years okay um, so and and you're telling me two years is a long time so when you look at it that perspective and this is why it's like this is on i do think that get experience get out there try things out but not try things out as i tried it for a day you you have there has to be a bit of investment in you in these things in order to learn about yourself in order to learn about what you're doing and in order to take that away and go i didn't like that or i liked it
1: I, I disagree with that kind of in a way that I feel like I get a really good feel really quickly about things. I think, I don't know if it's the same for you, Absolutely. but my intuition becomes a lot quicker and and i feel like the mindset you have is the mindset that say say you're going in turning at a company the the mindset that the company will have about the individual rather than the direction that i'm gonna i am
0: going to um, (laughs) i'm going to i have gone into jobs where i've immediately i've walked through the door i've I've, i don't fit in here i feel sick i don't want to do this i don't want to do this, this isn't this isn't it but i've overridden it because i've seen that the value i can get out of that job is greater than me whether i feel like, oh, you know, that I didn't like the colour of their walls or they're not, like, all vibing. It, it, it's, it's, a, it's a perspective.
1: But mm. I, I think we, we we have more information at our disposal to make that perspective quicker. So, like, if I wanted to know what a workplace is like, I can go on, like, Glassdoor and I can read, like, at, like, 100 reviews and different, like, how the atmosphere is and what changes and that, and from what i find that usually gives a sort of good perspective. And I think, I just think we just live... Very, very Very quickly. quickly. And I I feel like, as well, in my career, I will have lots and lots of different jobs. Of course, you will. And that's exactly
0: how it should be. And that's how it will be. But what I'm saying is that in order for you to, um, you know, sort of get, we're talking about experience. And experience is more than checking something out on Glassdoor, checking (laughs) something out on Instagram, checking something out. It's about, you cannot gain experience without living it for a period of time. I'm
2: really about committing to things that are, like, a long time. So, like, literally the thought of, like... And
1: something that I'm not, like, directly passionate about. Like, we're talking about a project that might go on for, like, ten years or so, which I'm happy to commit to, agree, because I love the idea of it. I love the passion behind it. Um, And I can get sort of invested in it. But whereas something that's like walking into that, I find it really difficult to go, okay, I'm going to commit like a couple of years to this. Because, but
2: in my, this is really bad. This is (laughs) is a classic like Generation Z, but like I'm, I'm like, oh, but in two years, I'll be 24. Like I'm already halfway through my 20s. Like what? Like that's that's just so much time. Like
1: I've just turned 18 and I find it really weird because I was like sat like looking uh, like on, um, there's this app called, I think it's called Bubble, where you can, like, look at, like, businessy people. It's a bit like Tinder, but for, like, business. So you can, like, swipe left or right if you want to chat to people, and then you okay. can start a conversation with them. And I'm, like, looking, and they're, like... 21 or 22 and I think in my head I'm like oh they're really like they're really old
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm always 22 I'm not old but they're not
1: old you're only like a couple of years older than me but that that... has
0: been the same since when I was 18 19 every anyone over 21 was really old
1: no but when but when I get to 21 I'm I have high expectations for where I want to be do you get me because but because I think that's quite far away so I'm like okay so I mean like Because I'll be 21 in, like, three years' time, and I think, oh, in three years' time, I've got really high expectations for
2: myself.
0: What... So if you're all working really Mm fast-paced, or rather you're not working fast-paced because you're not finding those perfect jobs... We expect
2: everything to be fast-paced. You're expecting everything to be Mm.
0: fast-paced. I mean, you know, I can't... you might change your opinion as you get into the workplace, and you might change I wouldn't your have
1: opinion. Hold your breath. No, I'm saying
0: you might, you might. Yeah. But is that a sustainable thing? Can you imagine working at that pace for the next sixty years? Yeah. You would because you're eighteen years old.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I've lived like the last three years in particular, mainly the last couple of years, have been very fast paced, and a lot of a lot of things have occurred. So. I can't imagine me doing this at this rate for the next 60, 70 years, but for at least the next 20, 30 years, I can because I want like fast results quickly. Like, I don't, I, I can, just struggle committing like the next I'm two honest, years to a job I'm I can totally in.
1: imagine me like retiring like in 20, 30 years. Then what? And then just doing like having like a bit more fun. Do you <laughs> you <know? laughs> I can imagine being of the mindset of like, can I, I don't really think, like, I think, like, my parents are both over 50, and I think that they're, like, like 50 is, like, ages away. you get me? It is, it is, um, it is. I think, I mean, It's, like, like, 30 years yeah, away. Like, that's yeah, quite yeah, a yeah. Time. And I, I'm, like, I just always live in the moment. I, I try to... And I, I feel like this is maybe calling on our generation. We don't really think about when we're, like, really old. We don't really think about... Well, I don't think about far. when I'm really I old. I think I'm, about... But I think about, I live in in that moment and and I think the world has to change to accommodate us. I feel like the world has changed to accommodate, like say millennials, for example. I said the open planning, they make open plan offices now. And I feel like we're just going to have like, with my company, when when I start to build that open in the next few years, I think it's going to be one of those that it's going to be sort of very fast-paced. Yeah. Um, and wants to shake now, up that sort of model. It,
0: there's nothing wrong with fast-paced, okay? You know, if yeah. you want to... Uh, what, personally, I have done in the last five years has been... is astonishing what I've had to get through and 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 build and do and all of that. So I understand the fast-paced thing. I get that.
1: <laughs> but... <Yeah. laughs>
0: there is still this kind of like, ha- if it's too fast paced, where will the learning come in? Or will it just be, you'll fail fast and move on, fail fast, move on?
2: I don't know if that be.
1: Yeah, I think we'll just learn quicker. I think we're able to consume information a lot quicker than you are, if I'm honest. No, uh, that, no, no, I think that's
0: But I the common... think we're used well, to
1: consuming I, information. I at a rate, like I like do my uni work super, super quickly yeah. in the way. And, and maybe the thing that, I think the Open Uni does quite well is they do you can you can you can so they give us all the course material they send they post us all the books and everything like that we in essence can kind of work at our own pace and then we have certain deadlines for sort of like marked marked assignments and um, we have like sort of six over the year and it's for me I, I condense most of my uni work into like the last week so, I will do That's classic. Everyone whole, did um, that. But, yeah, I, I <laughs> but, left my but station I'm a, like that. But, but I'm able to do that in the sense that, that's, but that's not only like that, because you will still have to go to your lectures and yeah. things like that. But I condense all of my learning and all of my doing into that sort of like maybe week, week and a half. And I can just consume all that information really quickly. Like when I was studying for, say, my exams or GCSEs or A levels or whatever, I would, consu- I would like, yeah, consume all the information throughout the year, but then. A week before the exam like that would be when my really i would drive and i'd be able to consume that information really really quickly almost by like sort of ultra focusing and going through
0: and do you think that's do you think that's usual for people of your age i think so yeah Yeah.
2: because we were absorbing so much more information all the time and have been Now
0: that you see that's a great thing so that that is and i agree with you when i wasn't brought up into that kind of like absorb 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 i've had a mobile phone for i don't know 15 years maybe But I certainly haven't been on social media all that time, and I certainly haven't. But, And I think that if if there is this energy and and kind of like pace and that you guys want to do stuff, isn't that surely then, if you say the world's got to adapt to you, is it not a good... Is this actually... Are you saying this is a great thing?
2: I think it's a good thing in terms of like learning quickly and absorbing all the information quickly and maybe, you know, doing tasks quicker but the result, like wanting the results quickly, I think is where it's maybe not as good because you have to rely on other factors it's Not yeah. it's not just you doing it yeah
1: and I think it's that hard expectation that I have to like wait for somebody that works at a different rate like I hate company bureaucracy and stuff like that and everything even everybody in my hates old company. company bureaucracy yeah 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 but I, but I, in our old company we removed that completely in, in the way that Everybody sort of had their freedom and they could do whatever they like. And with, with the way we used to structure so sort of stuff is, people could work whenever they liked. Like but that, that's really
0: that's how that kind of like how I work with you, isn't it? Mm. You know, so and other people who do stuff for us like social media, I say this is what we you need to do. Yeah. And you have, you know, if you can do it within, you know, you have the week to do it. How you manage yourself is up to you, yeah. but you deliver it. So I I do think that this this shift to um kind of like work against what you are going to deliver and against what like you know you are agreed to do not on you will be in the office 7.3 hours per day you will be taking your lunch break at this time i think that that, that. yeah i think and i think that is very much how it should be changing and i think that the um but it comes back to education as well. So if the school structure is very formulated form- formulaic and you have to learn this and you have to learn this and you have to, and there's no kind of like we know I'm I am very big advocate of arts going back into education because I think what you're talking about is also around being able to think creatively and do things in a creative yeah. manner and I think that does come through art. I think that does come through those creative um kind of creative topics. But so the, again, it comes back to the disconnect between school and the expectations. And you must get A, B, C. You must do this. If you don't, the rest of your life is going to be absolutely ruined. If you don't get your GCSEs on, you know, five GCSEs on this, and it's you, rubbish. It, it's rubbish. It, yeah. But it. So you know it's rubbish. But the pro- I
1: think the problem is is like governments. I think the way I always see it is companies are behind. You have the revolutionary companies that are ahead. Most companies are behind on the curves. Governments are even further behind. Yeah. I think, and the UN, for example, is even further behind the governments in the way that it takes them through like all the systems like it's almost the more powerful it gets the sort of less the harder it gets
0: so you guys your generation you are going to be a one, at one at some point going to be holding those seats of power you might brandon personally you might rebecca personally but uh, let's say generally you know people your age they are going to end up being prime ministers they are going to end up being company directors they are going to end up being all of these different things do you think that they're do you think that your generation is actually going to create a a different kind of like world? Are you excited about that? Do you think, or do you think that the the actual construct of if, the system is so entrenched it is impossible to break?
1: No, I think we can. I I'm with the mindset we can break it, and also mm. I try not to worry about things like global warming and stuff like that because I'm like, well, we can fix it, or you know, how can we? We fix can it? ditch the planet, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go somewhere else. <laughs> like I'm I'm with the mindset of that like. That I really do think that we can fix today's like problems, and, and I try not to worry so much. I'm like, do you know what? If you screw up the economy, it's okay. We'll but it's just, so... we'll f- we'll sort it out, yeah. and and. But but and that's I... at the
0: expense of millions of other people. What do you mean? Well, if if the, if the economy pans, millions of people will be suffering. If the if the climate pans, millions of people will suffering.
1: Yeah, but there's nothing. I don't think there's anything I can do to fix it environment today on a, a large scale like that um and no, i know you, you, have you might a with bottle instead
2: of a plastic one
1: yeah but i yeah <laughs> i mean, I mean there's, there's smaller things like that um but i so whose job
2: is yeah. it
0: to fix it if you know like, do you think that young people i think it's human?
1: the people that are in power at the moment yeah. do you get me when it comes becomes our turn then that's i'll start then, then that's what i'm saying when, when
0: in twenty thirty years
2: yeah, time,
1: when it's our turn and yeah. it's our problem then yeah like
2: but we have we also have Gross. a responsibility now to make sure that when it gets to that point when we're in power it's not such a massive problem yeah. so like if cuz if we keep i know doing, I'm a
1: terrible. I, yeah, I will recycle it's all right you can please like recycle now yeah. and the guy um, didn't even let me i don't have i don't drink coffee very often so i don't have a reusable cup cuz it wouldn't be worth me buying one cuz i get coffee like once a once a year <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah i think the people that are currently in power they obviously have been elected um for a reason and it is their not responsibility. by us most of the time not by yeah
0: no not by young people nope.
2: um no so they do have responsibility to you know look after the current state of the planet the economy and you know for future our generation so yeah they should be doing more but
0: do you feel you have equity in the society do you feel and by that i mean do you feel that you have a stake in what the future of this country and the world will look like do you feel not like
2: yeah okay I feel like maybe in a few years, yeah, when I'm like in a proper job, you know, have well, yeah. I say have on, a house on a a house, level,
1: but <laughs> I don't feel like I sort of have any influence, even though you know, so I don't work with the government. They're very slow. Like I think, I think the way that I'm sort of challenging everything is is driving down to that point of like what I can do myself, and that is say tra- changing the sort of marketing scope, and then in in essence, maybe changing how we work and how workflow, and then maybe that will reciprocate onto other companies in the yeah. future. And, and then eventually, you know, after marketing my future aim is to do something in education, but from what we know from the education and government system, that's not something that you can do in sustainable just yet. Yeah. So, so, um, so I need to be a bit older to do that. I think that. that's
0: really interesting. And this is kind of like, it does come up a little bit with some of the work that we've done with young people. Young people seem to coalesce around Bike politics, so they're not—they don't see themselves as being part of the left or the right, but they will get behind climate change, or they will get behind a particular campaign. Yeah, I'm, or they, I'm very much yeah, that mindset. Like yeah. I'm
1: not. A support of labor i'm not a supporter of the conservatives mm. i i kind of level out and say oh maybe i'm in support of the lib dems but then even the lib dems don't really do like <laughs> either way so i'm sort of like yeah the supporter of like specific things and yeah. and I, I i wonder in the future if we'll lose that divide of say the two party system With, uh, which yeah. isn't so prevalent here as it is in say america yeah. because in america it is really sort of there but we still very much have a sort of two system. yeah no, of course.
2: and i think yeah i think it's easier for young people to get behind maybe individual policies or individual issues that they want you know sourced out or worked on or whatever but in terms of yeah when it comes to actual groups of people that they want representing their country i think it's harder for us to
1: and i think technology as well is going to help remove a lot of bureaucracy and a lot of sort of that sort of workflow and how yeah like say before we had managers that would check up on, on what people were doing now we've got technology we're just going to do that and I think as that becomes more and more apparent we'll lose lots of the sort of like uh, sort of bureaucracy in companies and that's kind of what I think our generation wants and, and how we're going to work a bit better
0: and how will you how will your generation work with us slow ones then
1: I don't know but you in care homes oh, <laughs> 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 no but I feel like and I don't know if this is because obviously we haven't been alive for long, but I I almost feel like your generation has sort of like changed the workplace for how it was before. Yeah, we did. And you've dragged along everyone else that was there. And the, interesting like we'll thing that about, the interesting
0: thing. thing about this conversation is what how you're talking and what you're talking about is only 20, 22 years ago for me. Yeah. So I was you 20, 22 years ago.
2: Other things we're saying like ringing true from what you felt yeah because we felt
0: like we're going to change it we're going to you know they've got it all wrong and
2: you have
1: changed it
0: and we did and that's exactly it but have we changed it you know, I remember the 90s being this period, particularly when Labour came in, there was this period of massive hope, and there was this period of, like, you know, it was Cool Britannia, <laughs> yeah. do you remember, like, it was Cool Britannia, I don't know if you've heard of this thing called Cool that, Britannia, no. and everyone, and Oasis had just come on, and, you know, and, oh, no, and it was I, like, yes, yeah. you know, but it, <laughs> it was like the change of, mute, like, there was a real, kind of, like, creative vibe in the country, we had a new government, which was finally, the, the, we got rid of this conservative government that had been around for a long yeah. time, and whether i think it was change that actually reinvigorated the country it was the fact that we had a new didn't matter who it was we had a new government yeah. and the government was quite useful in its and approach and i it don't think,
1: i don't think that's happened yet
0: no and for us. but we, uh, but i yes.
1: think one day it will I, but I don't that think and i think
0: and that was the that was waiting for it like us. Like that was the change, and I remember feeling very. Help. I remember feeling exactly like you guys do. I yeah. remember that feeling, and I haven't lost that feeling. And I'm and I, and I'm still excited about doing stuff. Yeah.
1: And I'm honestly with Brexit. I think the only thing that's like hopeful out of it is maybe it will give the it will give coming out. I think is going to damage our economy greatly, and it's going to make the country as a whole have to work a lot harder to start to compete. And I don't think we're going to all suddenly everything's going to suddenly fall or anything like that and there's going to be anarchy we
0: I I lived through I lived (laughs) through Y2K yeah when they said the planes would drop out of the the sky when we hit year 2000 doesn't happen
1: yeah (laughs) but I I, but I am at the mindset that maybe Brexit might give us like sort of like whip up the arse so to speak to try and like get stuff moving and stuff changing because UK productivity is going down that's the yeah. problem UK, I mean, and we haven't even, we haven't even I, I come out even, of Europe yeah. yet and like Europe was maybe in some sense keeping us stable and keeping us out sort of like there and, um, but I think we're going to have to sort of fend for ourselves um, and, and the whole society needs to change for that
0: Do you think um, the, do you think Brexit is, I might be putting words into your mouth here but do you think Brexit is one of the biggest factors of instability for your generation at the moment Mm, no so you're not worried about
1: brexit oh we're worried but I would it. say I'm more worried about myself than the whole country and <laughs> I, I don't know if that sounds quite vain but I'm more worried about like what I'm gonna be because no, I, I think, a I think personal in some levels. sense it's in some sense if if you scrap the government I'll start off and go live
2: somewhere else do you get me I'm, um, I, yeah, I'm half Portuguese, so really, I still have, still still have the freedom. Yeah. But what um, about plan. what
0: about young? What about those young people who can't have that? Who don't have that access? Who no, cannot? Who are going? No, to but be. I feel
1: like we live in a more connected world now, where you do have that access, where we have the access, where I can be working from even an American company in the UK. And, but, and, but Brandon, and,
0: you're you're a very well kind of like you are not necessarily you know you you. you you telling me that kids from a failing school in the middle of i don't know let's say kent or somewhere norwich norfolk i'll just name lots of places just in case (laughs) what are you saying um you know do you really think that 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 that's everyone's going to be able to do that
1: i think the way of work will change i think I don't think we'll all, I don't think people will come to work and go to a job. Do you I don't think I think we'll be doing a lot more sort of remote that, stuff.
2: Yeah, I think there'll be more flexible working, definitely. Yeah. I feel like there'll still be that base of, you know, the workplace and whatever, but
1: I think the workplace will move like online, like with things like Slack and stuff like that. Are you sort of into into workplace but I feel like they'll allow like connections outwards? Which and is I what's like, which
0: is what's happening now already. So
1: And I, I feel like in some ways as well, the world will become a more uh, universal place and I do think even in say third world countries and stuff like that developing uh, countries uh, yeah And developing countries we're making that like we're well, they're, we they're, are they're... working to bring them up with. but they and are I going to like,
0: they're going to leapfrog
1: yeah and I feel like eventually we'll all everybody in the world will be on a relatively sort of uh, uh, a a face where we have internet and everybody can find opportunities in a cloud and you could have somebody in a completely different part of the world, working on it, your company, and then everybody would be sort of connected. In Whilst the
0: robots do all the boring production work. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and deliver the stuff to my house that I don't want to go shopping for. It sounds like I don't utopia. We do. not I, 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 In some sense, I do feel like we might someday reach a, a place where, uh, where we sort of have a better society.
2: Do you feel that? Yeah, but I think it's a long way off. Yeah.
1: I think it's as far off as. I, d- I think it's in our lifetime.
2: Maybe the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't but they all changed that
1: quickly. No, no, I I don't know how much you mean in technology, but I, I remember the first time that we did uh, like the Think Nation event at the Bol- Golbenkian yeah. was, uh what was the guy's name, Callum? Chase. 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 Yep. And it was all about AI, and AI and things like that were a lot further yeah, ahead and, and than people think. Yeah. The yeah. perception is a lot But we were a lot further ahead than people think. And I think technology is going to play a humongous role and I think like I don't think we'll have I think in 10 years time I think the difference is in 10 years time your generation might have been able to have seen where the world was going whereas I think in 10 years time we haven't the faintest idea like I feel like you could so many factors play into so many different things so like the rate of ai and and there could be a company out there that has an amazing ai that just hasn't spoken about it yet yeah and there could be you know I, I don't know if you've seen robots and things like that it's it's amazing and i think like the delivery industry will be sort of automated i think shops going out of business like i see like debenhams uh who is a huge retailer like british home stores was a huge one when when my mum was growing up stuff like that, it's gone. I think Debenhams is probably one of the big ones that are sort of next on the sort of decline. They're already on the decline at the moment and we go in there and there's always sales on and they're selling everything and you're like, okay, this is probably struggling and they had that like one of their worst Christmases last year and and like brick and mortar is changing and um and I'm I'm in the mindset about like I love what Amazon are doing and they have a they're getting a monopoly and I I find myself kind of being okay with that yeah what What
2: about you i'm not as okay with it as you probably why not but
1: then i see but
2: why not just because i (laughs) like i like i don't like the idea of robots or machines (laughs) taking over absolutely everything i feel like there's still like elements of society that would benefit from having people behind them rather than machines are you talking about
0: like so for example this is the interesting thing is that human connection is yeah, like, the really, social, really the
2: social yeah, yeah, yeah. aspect of working in a, you know, in a common workplace and, you know, I don't know, shopping and bumping into your friend and, you know, pla- like, plans are forming in that way, like, you know, social plans and stuff like that. And I feel like if the whole world were to go into that sort of technological, everything, autonomous, autonomous like capacity then
0: you don't ever th- need to leave yeah. your house no, yeah. you, I, get, you get into your automated car you drive to the place you don't even but i
1: think it's like slightly structured i think the workplace will change to very much like i'll go home and do my work and then i'll come into a workplace like i do at the moment and have a meeting with that's people. that's what i do that's and what we so, do yeah so when i'm sat with you i'm not sat here typing away or doing whatever i'm we're sat here talking and conversing and sort of enjoying that time and i think that's sort of how the workplace will switch more towards um but i i think uh, there's obviously that big element. I I think that it's important that we have human elements to jobs. But I think lots of the things that you don't see, like deliveries and and taxis and things like that, I don't think would be bad. To so where be where does the
0: workforce who did occupy that those roles? Where would that that workforce? Where would I don't they
1: know, go? To unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't worked that out yet.
0: But do you think... But this is. But OK, so we're talking about you're going to be inheriting these things. These are the things you're going to have to work out.
1: Well, I think fundamentally the whole system of how, like... In the bigger picture, and we don't have enough time to talk about that today, but I think the bigger picture is going to be that how money and how the world is structured is going to be completely different. And I think how governments work and governments function will be completely different. I wouldn't be surprised if I'm honest if rather than having individuals represent our views they represent a hundred thousand people's views we'll all just represent our own views in a system like that
0: like a, like a kind of like a
1: online demo, like, like oh we're holding a vote today let's vote yes or no i, I, I think, I think, that's an, I, I like think that. that
0: is something i think we will be talking about in a future episode because i'm very interested in the kind of like the fact that we will always have the googles but will we always have governments yeah that's,
1: that's it yep. that's it that's it Thank
0: you so much. Thank (laughs) you very, very much. Thank you. No problem. And um, we will be back with our next episode in a couple of weeks.
1: Yeah. And if you haven't seen the first episode, you can look back. We're available on a bunch of places.
0: We're now available on, I can only give you the top ones that I can remember Spotify, iTunes, podcasts,
1: and and of course Anchor. And I think if you want to leave us video response, like audio responses, I think they are, we'll have a look.
0: Yeah Next leave time. your audio responses on this um, but thank you very very much Rebecca thank you yeah. very thank very you much Rebecca for how can people me. find
1: you Rebecca uh,
2: f- everywhere linkedin twitter is Becca I tell you what we'll put you we'll
0: put your details on the on the Excellent. body copy yeah. under this okay um,
1: Lizzie you can find that
0: I can find me at lizziehodgson.com
1: yeah and you can find me at branderalf.com or internetready.net when i finally get the website up not on the 1st of april or on the 1st of august on the 1st of august <laughs> thanks <you> ever <laughs> so much thank you